Hello. It's Nia and Trent from the Trident Networks Tournament Podcast. We just wanted to pop in and tell you about the Tourney Pod, where each week we pit different pieces of pop culture against each other in a March Madness-style tournament. We try to cover everything, from movies to TV shows to music to random stuff, like our hotly contested best pasta shape bracket. You can listen to the Tournament Podcast and all other Trident Network shows wherever you get your podcasts. We hope you'll become an attorney at Pod soon enough, and remember, may, may the, the thing, thing with the, the most votes win. For someone so smart, why are you so immature sometimes? I just don't understand the whole dating thing. I'm not dating Adam. You know what I mean? Going from one guy to the next till you find the one you really like. Anything as illogical as dating is such a waste of time and energy. When I get older, I'm just going to find the one guy I like and, you know, that'll be it. How romantic. So this guy you pick out, what if he doesn't like you back? (laughs) Don't be ridiculous. (laughs) I wanted to do that as obnoxious. (laughs) It was so good. Oh, cut print. Perfect. Hey, Val. Hey, Al. Welcome to D-Commentaries. Thank you. Welcome to you and welcome to our listeners. Today, we're talking about the ring of endless light. Ooh, if you think you know where it's going, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) It definitely, it's a story. It's a time. (laughs) Uh, do you want to talk about anything before we dive in? I really would like to say early on that this has to be the horniest decom. Oh, yeah. Of either all time or at least so far. Up to this point. Up to this point. The horniest decom. 100%. And ironically, also one of the more religious films. Which makes no sense. (laughs) But maybe it does. Maybe it does. Religious teens. Repressed. Repressed religious teens. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Very horny. That's the one thing that I wanted to say <laughs> right off the bat. Um, really excited to uh, get it to it. Yeah, me too. Um, okay. Ring of Endless Light came out August 23rd, 2002. <gasps> Not quite. It's a- August 11th. <laughs> It's August 11th. We're close. Wait, what time? (gasps) Val, this comes out on August 23rd. Oh my, are you serious? Tuesday, August 23rd. (gasps) Celebrate good times. Come on. It's the anniversary. That's really exciting, everyone. That is really exciting. Um, Ring of Endless Light was directed by none other than Greg Beeman. Buzz, buzz. Buzz, buzz, Greg Beeman. The Beeman. Buzz, the Beeman buzz. Himself. You like jazz? <laughs> uh, Greg Beeman has directed other DCOM classics such as Under Wraps, Brink, Horse Sense, Miracle in Lane 2, and The Ultimate Christmas Present. So he's on a hot streak. I like pretty much all of those i have a huge question for you val yeah who do you like better 
Buzz Buzz, Greg Beeman, or Stu shout out Stu Krieger. Here's the thing. I wish because Stu is the writer and Greg's mm. the director. So <gasps> do I we ever wish... have a collab? No, they have never collabed. Wow. Wow. Well, now you have to choose. I think I would pick Greg Beeman. Whoa! I really, I really like your this favorite list. movies, Brink. Yeah, my favorite movies, Brink. I loved Under Wraps. I yeah. like this movie, even though it's kind of weird and horny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, yeah. And I like horse sense, too. So, you know, I'm in for Greg Beeman. Yeah. Buzz, um, buzz. Buzz, buzz. So this story is based on a novel written mm-hmm. by Madeline Langle, who is better known for writing A Wrinkle in Time. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Now, the the book fans of this movie like the book better. Mm, that makes that sense. Is, I mean, that most is people, what the Internet is saying. Yeah. I know I was reading a little bit like very briefly about like what they changed between the book and the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't really care. I'm I'll probably never go and read the book, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. I, although there was a part of me this morning when I was getting ready to watch the movie that thinks that I maybe did read this book when I was a kid oh, okay. because I was really into like dolphins, whale, you know, marine life. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a marine zoologist. Same. And I remember reading a book like about a girl who could communicate with dolphins, but mm-hmm. I don't know if it was spoiler, by the way. Yeah. I don't know if it was this one, but okay. anyway, yeah. So she wrote uh, this in a wrinkle in time among other things, but those are the two more well-known okay. uh, of her things. And then um, the, the teleplay was by Marita Giovanni, who doesn't really have any other notable credits. And then Bruce Graham, who also wrote, Right on track, Tiger Cruise, and then Dunstan checks in, which I don't know if you'd remember that movie. It's from 1997. It's a chimpanzee in a hotel. Wow. <laughs> and then he wrote Anastasia. No way. Yeah. Notable, wow. not Disney movie. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. That's I feel like Graham. him writing this and also Tiger Cruise and what's the other one? Right on track. Right on track. Kind of fits a narrative for yeah. me. I haven't yeah. seen those yet, so I'll find I, out. I haven't seen them recently, but I know like kind of what they're about. Gotcha. Interesting. Okay. The cast is as follows. Misha Barton plays Vicky Austin. She uh, sure does. Yeah. Misha Barton is definitely best known for her stint on the OC, mm-hmm. um, but she actually started on a show called Kablam. And she also had a role in The Sixth Sense that a lot of people know her from. Cool. Because it's kind of a scary moment in the sense. Kablam is the like uh claymation. It, it is some claymation. It's like sort of like an anthology cartoon variety show kind of thing. Cool. Yeah. On um, our rival. On our rival. Nick 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 Nickelodeon. Yeah. I used to watch Kablam. Oh, the time I did, too. So she and she honestly has not done a whole lot like since then, um, like since the OC. But she's around. Um, Yeah. So that's Misha Barton. Then Ryan Merriman ah! played Adam Eddington. 
You might remember Ryan from Smart House and Luck of the Irish. Uh, more recently, he's been in Pretty Little Liars and 42. Jared Padalecki plays Zachary Gray. Um, Jared is absolutely best known for being on the show Supernatural for literally the last 20 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I... I do not understand that show came out the same year I graduated high school and it's still I think it's still going or like it just recently ended. Like, I cannot believe this show lasted as long as it did. Like, it's like law and order. So handsome. Oh, he's unbelievably good looking. Like, even in this movie, he is so handsome. So cute. Um, The other thing that you might recognize him from is Gilmore Girls. That's Mm -hmm. his other like big role that he's had. Um, And he hasn't done much else because he's literally been on Supernatural for this whole time. Oh, and he's also in New York Minute. That's the first time I ever saw him. Oh, okay, Yeah. Forgot about that one. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. That's just the that's the first time I ever perceived him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think this was the first time I ever perceived perceived him. You remember watching this movie? Oh, yeah. I'll talk about that okay. later when we get to first impressions. Okay. Uh, Scarlett Palmers plays Susie Austin, Vicky's younger sister. Um, she she was in Aaron Brockovich, which now I'm starting to think that the, the casting director for Aaron Brockovich was working on all of these decoms because last movie we had like three people who were in Aaron Brockovich. Yeah. And now we have her. I don't know. Um, she was also as a in, reminder. I still don't like that movie. <laughs> Um, she was also in Star Trek Voyager and then she played Reba's daughter on Reba. Cool. Um, but she stopped acting in 2007. Okay. Sad. Yeah. She Sword- said, wow, Allie started high school. I need to stop acting. <laughs> More like she probably started, started high, high school. school. I was like, I'm done. Um, Soren Fulton played their brother Rob. And he basically just did like character actory stuff until 2014. So probably also kind of aged out of being a child yeah. actor and just stopped. Um, James Whitmore plays grandfather, which. Oh, my God. I don't. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Because by grandfather, it's weird. Anyway, um, this man, prolific. He has been acting or had been acting. He passed away, but he act, started acting in 1949. And he was in so many things. It's like impossible to pull enough examples. But like he was in the movie Kiss Me Kate in like the 50s. He was in Planet of the Apes in the 60s. He was in Tora 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 in the 60s. He was in Where the Red Fern Grows in the 70s. He is probably most well known, at least certainly to me, for being Brooks in the Shawshank Redemption. Oh. Yeah. Which is, I saw that over the pandemic. I had never seen it before. What did you think? I I liked it. I think it's great. Do you yeah. remember him as Brooks? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like the, I actually did like that movie. I watch yeah. a lot of old movies and I'm like, I don't understand the hype, but that's one of them. Like, I did not yeah. like Saving Private Ryan. I don't understand the hype. Interesting. We've had okay. this conversation. I think, yeah. Before. Yeah. Um, um, but, but yeah, yeah he, I did like it. Yeah. And he so he's he's Brooks in Shawshank Redemption. And then he was also in The Majestic, that Jim Carrey movie. About an old movie theater. Yeah, I don't think I know that one. Um, so, yeah, those are just a few examples. But, like, this man acted his little butt off for... When did he pass away? He, uh, let's see, I can't remember exactly when it was, but he was, like, 88 or something when he 
he was old he was, when he shot this movie. Yeah. So he passed away in 2009. Okay. So he lived another seven years. So he was, in fact, 80 in this okay. movie. And then he died at 87. Um, Teresa Wong played Dr. Zand. Um, she's from Australia. So, like, she mostly has done Australian shows. She was on that uh, soap opera, Home, Home and Away. Oh, yeah. That's pretty much it. Uh, and then Christopher Kirby played the harbor master, Dan. Okay. Okay. He's been in quite a bit, especially like back a little bit. He was in the movie Flipper. Um, he was in the two Matrix sequels, Reloaded and Revolutions. Mm. He was in Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. And he was in a show called The Saddle Club for a long time. Um, so, yeah, he, he had a decent career. Nice. Yeah. So that's the cast. The synopsis is as follows. During the summer, as her grandfather is dying of leukemia and death seems all around, 15-year-old Vicky finds comfort with a pod of dolphins with which she has been doing research. That is what? not at all correct. That is and what? not at all correct. <laughs> That's so wrong. There's so much wrong. First of all, she doesn't know he's dying until like the last 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Also... Like death seems all around. What does that even mean? Like, what? They don't even mention like the other the guys or like any of the plot. The horniness. The horniness. Nothing. Weird. Weird. Um, Also, fun fact. Kirsten Storms was originally cast as Vicky and they actually had commercials with her in it. But she, for some reason, dropped at the last minute. Did they have to reshoot everything? I don't know. It didn't say. So it sounds like maybe they just like they didn't like film the whole movie yet, but they like I don't know. I I really don't know. It didn't say anything more than that, but I thought that was wild. But also, I kind of think that I I prefer Misha Barton in this role. Like she's way more serious. Like Kirsten Storms is really great at stuff like Xenon because she she's good at like comedy and like timing and stuff like that and it's not to say she can't play serious she's kind of a serious character in um oh my god johnny tsunami mm. but like i don't know I, I i think misha barton did a good job in this role so I'm, yeah no i I'm like that it worked out okay al mm-hmm. what were your first impressions yeah first impressions were um it's not the worst movie it felt very long i agree I it, for, so for being an hour and 27 minutes, it felt like four hours mm-hmm. and 57 minutes. I um, I'm going to give this movie a five. OK, I would watch it again if I had to. Fair. Some plot choices were <laughs> laugh out loud, um, <laughs> but I thought it was fine. It was fine. Yeah. Well, yeah. first impressions. So I have kind of like a history with this. Not not really, but like, okay. So when I was a kid, as I mentioned before, I was obsessed with marine life. I watched Free Willy on repeat. I like watched Andre, like any movie that had some kind of marine mammal is befriends a human or some version of that flipper, like all of those movies, like I was obsessed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also, my whole life, the only recurring dream that I have ever had is that I can breathe underwater. (gasps) Also, this movie is about a girl who is the child of scientists, mathematicians, 
And the only person who understands her and her more artistic nature is her grandparent. So there is so much about this movie that I relate really, really directly to, um, specifically to Vicky. So I just I remember watching this movie like at least once, like it came out right after I got back from camp. So I would have watched it and I remember watching it. And I don't necessarily have like active memories of watching all of these movies, but I definitely yeah. do have this one. And then I rewatched it over the pandemic. So this was one of the oh, ones that nice. I rewatched. Okay. So I'd seen it more again more recently, um, which is fun because then I kind of watch it with a different eye because mm-hmm. I've already seen it kind of recently. Although at this point, that was like two years ago. <laughs> yeah. Which is wild. Um, but yeah, so I, I think like I have an affection for this movie because I like relate to it and connect to it more than like the average viewer, right? More than like you obviously did. I agree that it felt long, but I do think that the acting was good on the whole. I I think the weakest actor of the main characters is Ryan Merriman, sadly, Mm -hmm. But I think I think Misha Barton has to do a lot without saying anything. And I think she does a good job of it for the most part. I really like the grandpa's acting style. Um, I like him. I I, again, it might be biased because I just have an affection for grandparents um, in movies. But yeah, so I I liked it. Good. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm. Did you have any favorite quotes or moments? I was very much paying attention to this movie, so I didn't write too much down because my notes, my first three notes are Ryan Merriman, Misha Barton, Jared <laughs> Padalecki. <laughs> so um, that's mainly what I was like paying attention to. Um, so I have three favorite quotes and one favorite moment. I've got an appointment with who? A dolphin? <laughs> In my mind and in my heart and dream about me. Okay. (laughs) And then my favorite moment is grandpa drives, uh, grandfather (laughs) drives a VW beetle, but it doesn't have a roof. And so they just have a big, like patio table umbrella that he puts over the roof. It's so and it's fun. so silly. Uh, Val, do you have any favorite quotes or moments? Yeah. Um, one, yeah. Of the, one of the siblings goes, she's daydreaming again. Oh, <laughs> Just yeah. Made me laugh. <laughs> like, why is that bad? When she says, I aced the English, but the math and science. Wah, wah. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, girl, same. Oh, this was funny. This younger sister goes, <laughs> Here comes Prince thinks he's charming. (laughs) (laughs) The little sister was great. Yeah. I don't mention, I don't mention the siblings too much in my recap. So, but she, yeah, she's very like sassy, um, like a tiny adult. Uh, okay. Here's another deep one. What you think you're looking at isn't necessarily the whole truth. (laughs) I know. I really think there are things in this world that we're not meant to understand. I think grandpa says that you don't have to succeed. You just have to try. Ugh. <laughs> uh, st- start trying to like yourself to which I responded. Fine. Fine. Uh, 
<laughs> and then my favorite moment is any time that Ryan Merriman is encountering a dolphin. It is so yeah. awkward. It's so bizarre to watch. Also, there is a 30 second period where there are three kisses and none of them are to the same person or being. And it's, I was like, what is happening? There's so many. They, there's no tongue for these teens. No tongue. There was absolutely zero tongue in this movie. No open mouths. No open mouths. None. There was no air connecting their mouths. <laughs> Just a lot of pecking. Um, okay. I think that's all I have to say about okay. that. I feel ready. If you feel I'm, ready. I'm, my wetsuit's already off. <gasps> my wetsuit's off too. And it, that's what those are hard to get those off. Those are hard to take off. I've been taking it off for the last like 20 minutes. Since we started, <laughs> I've been trying to take my wetsuit off. It's finally off. And we're in Spoiler City, baby. Oh, I'm so strong. You're so strong. Oh my God. arms. <laughs> um welcome to spoiler city where i spoil the movie and val helps me when i forget um (laughs) there's a couple parts in here where i just wrote i don't know what just happened val Val. literally there's one part you're gonna laugh at (laughs) all right misha martin she's swimming around in, in a in a in a ocean and she gets trapped in a net. So at this point, we're thinking, oh, is Misha Barton a mermaid? <laughs> and then we realize it was a nightmare. She's not a mermaid. Um, and then they show up to the island. Val, what island were they? Six something. Oh, seven, oh, seven Bay Island. But we, do seven we know Bay. like where? This oh, is? no. I mean, it's probably New England somewhere. Oh, New England. Okay. They show up. They're on a ferry. Misha Barton and her two siblings. Uh, Misha Barton's name is Vicky. Uh, Throughout this entire synopsis, I'm going to go from their celebrity name and their show name, and you're just going to have to follow it. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm actually not sorry. That's how I think. Um, So they're visiting grandfather. Do not call him grandpa. He is grandfather. And they're at Seven Bay Island. And we go back to the house and grandfather says, where's Vicky? And Rob says she's daydreaming again. So she's having this very ethereal I'm at the beach, just like contemplation time. She's sad because Zachary Gray hasn't called Vicky for the entire year. So it seems that every summer they come visit grandfather at Seven Bay Island. Mom is disappointed in her for something. They were talking about it on the phone. And then grandfather is getting the telescope that the sister brought because she's very, very smart. And then he sees that Misha Barton is reading a physics book and we find out that she's not very good at math and science and her parents really want her to go to this exceptional school, but she really likes writing and English and all of these things. But her standardized test, her math and science sucked. So she's trying to study physics. And then grandfather gives gives her a book of her poems that she wrote And that's on good grandparenting. Mm -hmm. They have a talk. He's not feeling well. He says his back hurts. He's having trouble breathing, but he's fine. (laughs) Then we see Ryan Merriman is here. He has terrible hair, but he has abs. Yeah, they showed off those abs. They showed off those abs. He's got abs. Also, a friend today told me that um, he really could have had 
a career like Zac Efron, mm. and he mm-hmm. did not. And I'm wondering where that went wrong. But hmm. nevertheless, he persisted. Hmm. Then he shows up because he's friends with grandfather. And Susie is studying astrophysics to get early admission into MIT. Ryan Merriman already has early admission to Harvard in marine biology, studying dolphins, and he invites them to come look at the dolphins. And then we see Jared Padalecki, who's the guy who never returns letters from last year. Um, So they had their love affair last year. He never called over the last year. So she's like, he never called. I'm sad. We find out later why. So then we have a dolphin science lesson and um, we talk about ancient people that thought that dolphins were mermaids. And she's like, yeah, mermaids are real. And Ryan Merriman's like, they're not real. You stupid idiot. (laughs) Um, And then we get to the dolphins and (laughs) she can read dolphins minds. She can telepathically communicate with the dolphins. And I wrote in parentheses, please do not start talking dolphins. (laughs) I did not want this to be a situation (laughs) like, uh, what is it? What was the movie on oh, the farm? The, the horse. The horse. Ready to run? Right. Yes, ready to run. Ready to run. Blech. Did not like that. Okay. <laughs> then uh so we find out that she can tele telepathetically communicate with um the dolphins. That was a jungle cruise joke. <laughs> <laughs> then we see grandfather sitting and standing by standing by the water. He's very sad. We don't know why. Um, Vicky goes back to the dolphins. Vicky is Misha Barton. Uh, she fixes her hair before she does. She's like, <laughs> and then like gets in the water to go meet the dolphins. Like, it's so funny. Like when you're meeting a boy, but she did it not because of the boy, because of the dolphins. <laughs> um, and then Ryan Merriman shows up and, um, his sister's not there. And so do you want me to go? Because she's like, they, they have this like mini feud in the beginning. That's kind of weird. Yeah, then, he's like very literal and scientific and she's yeah. very like, you know, philosophical. Yeah. And they fight a lot because of that. Yeah. Then we find out that grandfather is a reverend, Reverend mm-hmm. Eaton. This is where we get our religion in our face. <laughs> and then Dr. Aunt, Dr. Zand, the doctor who works with the dolphins, asks how G father is alluding to an issue. But we we sidestep it. And then they're going to try out the echo locator and get in the water. Excuse me. Then they find the boyfriend of the dolphin that they have in captivity. And Misha Barton is petting him, even though Ryan Merriman is like, whoa, Basil can be testy. How are you petting him? And he's happy and splashing. And then I wrote, this is the moment that I want to be in a dolphin movie. (laughs) So then we find out that she can read the dolphin minds. And uh, Ryan Merriman tells Dr. Zand that the Marie Rose boat, so a boat named Marie Rose, is treating the dolphins poorly by using a drift line, which is a miles long line to catch fish. And instead it's catching, thank you, drift net. And instead of catching like fish, it's catching dolphins and they're getting stuck and they're drowning. And Dr. Zan said they can't do anything about it. Um, Jared, a.k.a. Zach, shout out to the front of the pod, Zach. 
Uh, <laughs> Zach uh, comes up from the beach and tries kissing her. So I was like, ooh, almost kissing. After getting off his jet ski, he apologizes to her for her last year. Um, and he says that he was really going through it. And he joke he didn't joke, but she thought it was a joke that his mom passed away. And he's like, I'm not kidding. So he's been going through it. She is apologetic and I understand. I'm so sorry. Still, you couldn't have written me one letter. I wrote you like <laughs> 20. Um, she's she she notebooked. She was like, I wrote your letter. <laughs> So the brother is playing Frisbee with the dog. Um, Great Dane, 10 out of 10 dog. Um, and he goes to throw the Frisbee in the water. The dog doesn't want to go get it. So the little brother goes into the water to get the Frisbee. And then Misha Barton senses something is in trouble. And she goes to find him. And oh, my God, the dolphins save him. <laughs> That's what I wrote. <laughs> um, that's how she could sense it because the dolphins knew that that he was in trouble. People around town keep saying to Reverend Reverend Grandfather that it's really good to see him so she can tell something's something's up. And then she finally tells the Reverend about her dolphin feelings, about how she's, you know, um, telepathically connecting with them. He doesn't think it's crazy. And she asks about being sick. And he's like, I'm fine. Um, then we have lunch with Zachary and Ryan Merriman shows up and he's mad because Zachary's dad runs the Marie Rose boat. And then um, Zachary at first is defensive and then is understanding of the situation. So they go at night to go look at his boat and see if they have a drift net. And uh, they get spooked by the captain that lives on the boat and they see the drift net on there, basically. Then Zachary takes Misha Barton home. And they kiss goodnight. They kiss goodnight. She has a mermaid dream, okay? She's a mermaid dream where she kisses not Zachary. She, Ryan, Merriman, they're both mermaids in this dream. She wakes up in a cold sweat. First, she kisses a dolphin. Then the dolphin turns into Ryan Merriman. Oh, I missed that part. That's what I was talking about when I said oh, there were three kisses. No. Literally, I wrote in all caps, Zachary kiss, dolphin kiss, Adam kiss. <laughs> and that's my time. <laughs> wow. Um, then Ryan Merriman comes home. He stays for dinner. They, he tells his dolphin stories. Um, and then the cop comes by and says they can't prosecute because, uh, and they can't prosecute. And Ryan Merriman very with lots of gusto says dolphins keep getting slaughtered. <laughs> and it was very passionate. Um, then, uh, so they can't do anything basically unless they catch them using it and they can't prove or the cop went to go look and the net wasn't on the boat, which means the captain like knew. And got rid of it. So her and grandfather read a philosophy book together. Aw. Um, I don't know why that's important. Then we get to Zachary's dad. And he yells at him about the drift nets. And he's like, I, because of those drift nets, I gave you this life that we had with the boats and the pool. And, and, and basically this entire time, Zachary is talk talks to Misha Barton about his relationship with his dad, how it's really bad since his mom has passed away. But even so, they probably wait. 
correct me if I'm wrong, Val. Even so, they should have gotten divorced. Yeah. So the way that it sounded was that like his dad's always been kind of a dick and his parents didn't really get along. And they probably stayed together because his dad was rich and Mm -hmm. his mom was like, whatever, I'll tolerate it for my kid and for whatever life I'm living. And then uh, the mom died. The dad probably felt immense guilt and didn't do any work to process it. And yeah, just like. I, I doubt they had a very positive relationship before, but mm-hmm. it certainly did not get any better with no. the death of the mom. Yeah. Then we get to um, the dolphin that's pregnant is having a bad birthing time. She's and breech. She's breech. Bad birthing time, I'd say. Um, and uh, Misha Barton is like, oh, oh she doesn't want to be sedated. She wants the dad. And so they go out to the open ocean and get Basil. Um, it's basil. I'm just going to say basil from now on, if I ever have it typed and go get basil. Um, and I put in parentheses, all of this felt by Misha Barton. (laughs) Um, and then once they let basil into the, to the enclosure, uh, (laughs) the baby was birthed. No problem. Like no longer breach. Uh, literally Enid was just like, give me my baby daddy. it It was breach. They showed the entire birth on camera. I, actively chose not to watch that part <laughs> like a dolphin butt comes out of another <laughs> dolphin and just pops out and then there's blood and everything like they must have just literally i did see that part but i just a dolphin that birth val said dolphin butt <laughs> yeah dolphin butt okay um so ryan merriman is ryan merriman Ryan mermaid man and barnacle boy um is mad he's so mad but also excited about this feeling because he was like, how did you know that that's what she wanted? She doesn't care. Jared Padalecki takes pictures of the boat using the drift net. So he was like, oh, I got some pictures of the boat you like using it um, or like having it. And Misha Barton is like, I don't want to be studied and I don't want to know if why this is happening to me. I don't want it explained. And Ryan Merriman is jealous of of her being able to communicate with dolphins. And I wrote, I want to say bye to them. <laughs> um, but they're friends again. So they finally like made up. They like, they're not going to bicker at each other anymore. Yeah. He now, wants to study them, but secretly what he really wants is to be like her and be able be to like talk to them. Her. Yeah. Um, Cause he's very scientific. Keep that in mind. Yeah. She doesn't know who she wants to date Val. She's really stuck. She's really, really struggling. She's like, she's stuck. So she goes to dinner with Zachary. She's trying to feel it out. Guess who shows up? You guessed it right. It's Ryan Merriman. And he didn't just show up. Zach invited him. Zach invited him and he showed up. (laughs) And uh, we find out that the pictures aren't enough to uh, hold his dad uh, accountable for for the dolphin thing. And uh, Jared and Misha Barton want to go dancing. They're on the mainland. So there's this has got to be like Martha's Vineyard or something. You know, I don't know. Are there dolphins over there? There's definitely dolphins off the East Coast. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So they go dancing and Adam doesn't go, but he comes by Misha Barton's house later and he's like, do you want to hang out? 
can you teach me how to dance? And so they go to the fire on the beach and it's weird. They're dancing weird. Like I can't really dance, but he's like, doesn't know how to dance. And she's like trying to teach him. And it's, uh, it's honestly uncomfortable. And then at the end of this fire, they kiss. They kiss. There is so much real kissing in this movie. So many, like I said, horniest movie. Then the next day they get back in the water to call the dolphins to like try to see what she can communicate with them. She's communicating with them and telling them to do flips. And then, um, then Ryan Merriman wants Misha Barton to ask the dolphins why they went out to sea and didn't stay by the science camp. And they pull her down and she's like stuck under the water and she doesn't understand she doesn't understand what she just thought. What happened? And Ryan Merriman's like, you were screaming and you ran onto the sand. Um, and she then suddenly remembers that the dolphins are like, you need to be who you are. And no need, no need. We needed to return because there's no secrets out here. And the ring of endless light. Um, she saw a ring, Val, of... Endless light. Thank you. And then uh, someone says, it's time to catch the bad guys. <laughs> and then they're on a boat and Zachary invited them to get insight on. Uh, Zachary invited Adam to get insight on his competition. And um, that's why he invited him to dinner the other night. But although he is not here right now. And he's being a turd on the boat and he's like, he, 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 driving all fast. And then he, they almost, he almost killed him and Misha Barton. And she makes him take her in. And he said, I was showing off. And, and she says, I'm sorry your mom died. And I'm sorry you don't have a good relationship with your dad, but you need to start trying to like yourself, <laughs> which is huge. Mm-hmm. That's what I wrote. And then she's writing and she notices that grand in the middle of the night at the middle of the night she's writing in her journal and she hears grandfather run out of bed so she runs down to go save him and he calls her grandmother's name Kara Hara Kara is he one of them I, I could be I don't remember I don't care it's enough. definitely C-A-R-A that's C-A-R-A what. yes that's what the subtitles say and then uh, we finally hear from spoiler right in the beginning when Val said it, the synopsis, we finally find out that he has leukemia. Um, Mom and dad don't know. No one knows except for everyone on the island knows. And then now Misha's the only person in the family who knows. He wrote her a poem the next day. She reads it. And then they hug really weird. Like they had this really weird, like shaky hug. It was uncomfortable. Um, and then we're just hanging out and then we see the exact dolphin family of Basil, Enid, and Baby fly into the net. And I wrote fly, okay? I did not write swim. I wrote fly and I almost deleted it. And I was like, you know what? Nope, that's my stream of consciousness. <laughs> so they get stuck into this really long drift net placed there by Zach's dad. And then um, they're all chilling on a beach. They're chilling on the beach. And then Misha Barton gets a weird, she has a weird feeling about these dolphins. And so she knows she knows they're in the net. She can feel it. She calls Zachary. They have male energy being mad at each other, kind of like when two rams are, you know, are going at it. And then they get Basil to show them to the net. Um, Val keeps I, laughing because it's I, Basil. It's, but it's Basil, and I can't every time. It's 
But it's okay, just like basil. we said, it's spelled Kara and Kara. It's spelled basil. So I'm saying basil. <laughs> and they get basil to show them to the net. So she like telepathically called basil over to the boat. And then we see getting there. Then we get to Enid and Misha Barton wastes no time, jumps right into the open ocean. No life jacket. And uh, we find out that a drift net is like miles long. It's a mile long or like miles long, which mm-hmm. makes sense because you're trying to catch a lot of fish and, you know, reel it in, um, even though they're illegal. And then Ryan Merriman jumps in to cut the net and the captain of the Zach Dad boat sees them in the binoculars um, and we get Enid out. So, yay, the dolphins are saved. But <gasps> Adam gets stuck and he's getting pulled in and he loses consciousness Um, But then the police boat is making its way downtown and the dolphins help Adam to consciousness because of the ring of endless light. And Misha helps him out of the net. Then the police catch them because they also told grandfather and the police. So grandfather's on this boat, too. He is very much exerting himself, even though he said never felt better. Lie. And then the police catch the Zach dad boat doing bad. They find Misha. Zach is happy they caught them. Then someone says to Misha, they spoke to you, didn't they? That's how they found him. Then they get home and grandfather is taking a nap and she tells the siblings what happened. Grandfather, then I am not kidding. That night, legit dying (laughs) in front of her. I mean, this is, I wrote, this is traumatizing yeah her parents don't even know he's dying her siblings don't even know he's dying and he says no don't call the ambulance yeah. and he keeps her there yeah he grabs to die in front her. of her yeah it's it's horrifying like i know they have a special connection but it's like messed up that he yeah did that. and he says let me tell you something important and he has a lot of nice i guess last words for her um and that she is the light and she is beauty and you need to share it and like really nice words but like very traumatizing that like <laughs> no one knows he's dying and then she has to sit there well he loses his last breath horrifying Then they are, I guess, coping with this. And she has a heartfelt conversation with her brother. Val will probably be able to elaborate. Actually, this scene with her brother, it's trying to be like really deep about like the meaning of life. And it is nonsense. Like he talks about like if you lived on a planet, like basically it's about heaven. Right. Mm, So it's like mm -hmm. you you get an upgrade when you die. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they're using it's actually a metaphor. Like, he's using a metaphor of like a planet where people don't have eyes. So, like, yeah. when they die, they get to go to a planet where they do have eyes so they can see. And it's he's like trying to make himself feel better by saying, like, grandpa's in a better place, basically. Yeah. Um, so, everyone, I was right, and Val was able to elaborate. <laughs> Thank you. Then she had Ryan Merriman read her poems that the poem book that she had, she's going to show the poems to her literature club. She decided to stay at the same school and not go to the exceptional school with her parents. She kisses Ryan Merriman on the cheek in front of her parents. Whoa. And then I wrote, when's the breakup with Zach? We literally don't see him again. And there's no closure there whatsoever. No, um, I mean, but the we only can thing see is- that she chose Ryan Merriman. But yeah, well, the only thing is he sees when they're coming back from the whole ordeal out in the ocean she's holding hands with Adam and it's like very affectionate and he sees that 
Oh, like, okay. And they're, they like linger on him seeing it. So he's like mm-hmm. aware. I okay. Think. I missed that part. Yeah. Thanks Val. Mm-hmm. Val will probably be able to elaborate. <laughs> um, then uh, the last line of the movie is all right, which is uh, Ryan Merriman saying all right, which uh, not all right. I apostrophe L L space W R I T. Like I will write you. Um, because last year, Zach Jared said he would write Misha Barton and he didn't. And so the last line is Ryan Merriman saying, I will write to you. And she is so happy, but skeptical. And she gets on that boat and goes home. <laughs> and that everyone is a ring of endless light. Um, two things. First, every single outfit that Misha Barton wears in this movie. You is, had no. Oh, is currently in style. Every oh, yeah. single thing that she wears in this movie would be like for sale at a store right now. Like Target. See. Yes. Like it is bonkers. Like her exact style is what is in style right now. It is mm-hmm. crazy. One other thought I had during this movie is when the sister is suggesting how to like create the pro con list and then weight the criteria and then figure it out based on that. That is literally like exactly the way my dad tells me to make every single decision oh my gosh, in my so life. And he's it such is. a mathematician. He's such a mathematician. And it is the way that I make every decision. So like I will like for house hunting, for example, I will like wait, like, do I care more about the number of bedrooms or the location or the whatever? And mm-hmm. then I will like rate it and then I will like wait the rating. Right. And uh, so that's and I did that with when I was like picking contractors when we had to fix our house. I did that when I was like picking wedding vendors. Um, wow. So it just made me smile because like that is literally exactly that's how so I fun. Make those choices. Yeah. Nice. Um. OK. OK. I'm ready to play bingo me too let's do it okay bingo 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 dolphin bingo one hit wonder song there is a song that they are dancing to that i'm like almost positive is a one hit wonder song let's mark it done breaking the fourth (laughs) wall looking into the camera no I watched a movie recently where someone looked in the camera and I don't think it was this one. I don't think it was this one. Okay. Holiday themed. Nope. But can you imagine Christmas dolphins? Oh, I would love Christmas. Christmas I would love. I would love dolphins dolphins. for Christmas. (gasps) Done. (laughs) I've always wanted to do that uh, shed aquarium thing where you get to like hang out with the dolphins. Me too. Should we do it together? Yes. Okay. We'll do it as our Christmas present to each other, but we'll pay for each other then. Okay. Perfect. (laughs) Okay. Uh, clunky metaphor oh yes so there's a couple but like the most obvious one i literally the first note that i wrote was nets are a metaphor yeah (laughs) and they are so like the whole movie is about like loosening the restrictions that other people put on you and that you put on yourself because like of what society is telling you is the way you should be living your life or the type of person that you should be Literally at the end, they cut themselves out of a net. So yep. it's a perfect. It's about metaphor. as clunky as it gets. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Parents who just don't get it, even though they're not there, I would say yes, because her parents are trying to make her to go to the school that she doesn't want to go to. That's true. That's true. It You're is right. a side plot, but it is part of the plot. 
And I think the reason why she's so connected with her grandpa is because her parents don't get her. And he does. Mic drop. Cool, non-parent adult. Grandpa. Yeah, grandfather. Grandfather. Grand Reverend. The Reverend. The Reverend. Rev, Rev is the harbor master. Called. Rev. He was the harbor master? I thought he was a policeman. This is, it, he was a policeman, but he was the harbor master. Like, oh, that's he does the both? Type, no, no, no. That's the type of police officer he was. Like, his beat is the harbor. His beat. <laughs> Someone too famous for a TV movie. <laughs> Uh, Don Knotts. Don. <laughs> Remember when Don Knotts was in the movie? Val likes that joke. <laughs> it was Quince. Um, I don't think. Hold on. When you don't was... think that being in like Kiss Me Kate and. Yeah. James Whitmore. Yeah. Yeah. I'm marking him. No, he'd already been in Shawshank Redemption. So, yes. For okay, sure. Cool. For sure. Competition to resolve central problem. No. Not this time. Although there was a competition between the two Rams of Jared and Ryan. <laughs> a montage sequence. There was a lot of like dolphin montage. Was there? I there was remember. so much dolphin swimming. Okay, fine. I don't remember explicitly a montage, but I believe you. Um, cliche villains, Drift nuts. Um, the, the dad, yeah, the captain, like that whole thing for sure. Yeah, clubs or items you owned. Val has one. Is it a wetsuit? No, so it's oh. not any of the things you would think, but oh. at the f- around the 54th minute, <laughs> she's coming in. I think it's like right after she gets kissed. She's entering her ha- her grandfather's house, which, which, by the way, that house is my dream house. Yeah, a library so on a beach. Come on. Yeah, and um, she wasn't. She was like staying in a loft. Like yeah, I love a loft. Moment. I yeah. love that house. So anyway, um, she's walking in, and just to the right of the doorway, there is an old fashioned ice grinder attached to the wall. And when my grandma passed away, I inherited a whole bunch of stuff from her kitchen. And her dining room. And one of the things that I inherited was a grinder exactly like that. Like it's they look kind of like a spaceship. They have they look like a pencil sharpener on top. They have like a like a a arm that you do this. And then they have like a like a cup that looks like a cone on the bottom. And then you put ice in the top and then you grind it by hand and then it goes into the bottom and then you can put it in all your fancy alcohol drinks because you know all people did in the 50s was make really strong alcohol drinks wow <laughs> but I, that is literally i never in my life that i would have see seen one of like those another one anywhere maybe in Mad Men, but like yeah. not in a not in a movie in 2002 so um yeah i, was I didn't like, even know those were a thing yeah i well i didn't until Val was I like got it I didn't until the box came to my house and I was like, what the heck is this? Grandma. (laughs) So silly. Did you have anything? No. Wow. I have a picture kissing a dolphin. Oh, does that count? No. Okay. (laughs) Next box. (laughs) Um, Rotten Tomatoes, 40 to 60. 
So I think this might be rated higher, but now I'm not trusting my instincts because I know you were saying people don't like it. Um, I'm going to go 47. 56. Oh, okay. All right. That's actually right around where I would have guessed. Yeah. I wanted to tell you to go with your gut, but I didn't want to ruin it. That's okay. We get the point. We get the point. Happily ever after. I'll write. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> um, your turn, Val. Almost kissing. There's so mm-hmm. much kissing in this movie. They, they, they have seen that they've had more kisses in this movie than I have all year. I think they've had more kisses in this movie than we've had in all of the other movies all combined. Of, all of my lifetime. Oh, yeah. All of the other movies. Someone who became famous. Uh, Jared. Yeah, Misha. Jared, Misha. All of them. Betraying of one's real friends or values. Nope. Nope. Not, not today. Not at all. Your childhood crush. Uh, Jared Padalecki and Ryan Merriman. Both. both. That's me putting two X's on the square. Obviously bad special effects or stunts. Literally anything involving a dolphin. Yeah. Anything. I mean, it looked so fake. I couldn't. I was like, what? If you're going to make a movie about dolphins, have the dolphins be with them. If you're going to make a movie about dolphins, have the dolphins be with them. I tried to do something. It didn't work. Oh yeah. my god, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Disney Channel Star Square. Val changed the square. She changed the square. She did. She changed the square. She changed the square. She did. She changed the square. Now, this is probably one of our last well, not not yet, but one of our last few movies where we would have been able to still get um our old one. Our old one, because Ryan Merriman is in this movie. Um with a sudden should have been cursed in storms. I know. Um, but we do have our Disney Channel star, Ryan Merriman. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. Musical number. Can you imagine if the Christmas dolphins started singing? <laughs> That'd be so great. Magic. Yeah. Yeah. Telepathy e- with dolphins is magic. Yeah. I'd, I wouldn't say so. <laughs> I wouldn't say so. Someone says the title of the movie. Yes, a million times. Yeah, like twice or three times. At least three times, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Scoobeth Dubeth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. On a boat this time. Uh, The heroes create the problem. No. Yeah, no. Uh, The lead is a fish out of water. (laughs) Some might say she's a fish in the water. (laughs) I think in a way she is kind of a fish out of water. Like... In that she kind of just is odd and like she's hot, so everyone still has a crush on her. But like if she wasn't hot, like everyone would be like, who's that freaking weird girl? I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, yeah, I think it's interesting that it took until this year, because if she comes every summer, like what about this year was different that she could connect with the dolphins? But um, so I think definitely with it being if she's used to coming every year, this is a very fish out of water situation with that, with having yeah. her grandfather be, you know, kind of a little bit different this time. So definitely yeah. would agree with that. Yeah. Val. 
We have a very aesthetically pleasing trio bingo today. <gasps> Whoa! Yeah, a ring okay. of endless light. Okay, the magic is is here. <laughs> Happily ever after. We've got our X down from the top left corner. One hit wonder song. Someone too famous for a TV movie. Happily ever after. Disney Channel star. Lead as a fish out of water. We have our X from the bottom left up. We've got magic. Your childhood crush. Happily ever after. A montage sequence. And parents who just don't get it. And we have our middle row going across. <gasps> Clothes are items you own. Rotten tomatoes. Happily ever after. Almost kissing. And someone who became famous. A star. A star. We made a star. Starlight. Star bright. First star I see tonight. You have to keep both my happily ever after song in there and that one because those are the two Magic Kingdom fireworks shows. Okay. So that's a and deep then, and cut. Then can we just sing Fantasmic? Uh, <laughs> why why do i know this <laughs> all right let's play a game yeah yeah all right val this is gonna be a hard game today but okay. that's okay this is the game of Alley ring of endless light. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. I'm going to give you a movie title. And in the title is a celebrity's last name. Oh, my God. Okay. You have to give me the first name of the celebrity. Example, ring of endless light. Where is the last name? Ring, alley, ring of endless light. Okay. Alley, ring of endless light. <laughs> okay. All right. Our first movie, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Jamie Fox. Fantastic Mr. Jamie Fox. <laughs> I'll take it. The Family Stone. The Family Sharon Stone. Oh, I'll take it. I was thinking Emma, but I will oh. take Sharon Stone. Okay. I will take Sharon Stone. Ford versus Ferrari. Harrison Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> I like this game. Okay. The Adams family. Amy Adams family. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is not as hard as I I thought this would be so hard. <laughs> this one's so stupid. I'm so sorry. Actually, the last two are terrible. And this was a really hard game to come up with. I was still contemplating when, when we hopped on the call. Um <laughs> Lee Daniels, the butler. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones, <laughs> Daniels, the butler. <laughs> Honestly, I'll take it. <laughs> In my head, I had. Or uh, Gerard Butler. Yeah, that's what I had. <laughs> Lee Daniels, the Gerard Butler. <laughs> um, Tommy Lee Jones, Daniels, the Gerard the, Butler. <laughs> butler. Um, and our last one is Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. <laughs> Walk Hard, the Dewey Courtney Cox story. Yeah. I was also <laughs> thinking Walk Hard, the Dewey Laverne Cox story. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining me, Val. Thank you for joining me, Al. You're welcome. Uh, what a sweet time with a sweet pal. Yes. 
And we forgot to do this last time, so I'm going to do it before I forget again. Next episode, we're watching Scream Team. Oh, I don't know if I've seen that one. I don't know if I've seen it either, but it has, from what I can tell, a good cast. So Cool. Well, hopefully good cast means good movie and not good cast, bad movie. (laughs) (laughs) Also, we should prepare you that after this episode, there's going to be a a gap because we are taking Labor Day weekend off because Al and I are going on back-to-back vacations to the same place. <laughs> so, uh, Schaumburg, just, Illinois, Schaumburg, Illinois, the, the diamond of the Western suburbs. <laughs> the Midwest. <laughs> um, no, we're both going to Dixieland, <laughs> but not um, with each other. Not with each other. <laughs> Uh, I'm actually going to Disney. Well, I'm going to Disneyland with my husband. We're going on our wedding anniversary trip to California, but we are attending the actual place of Disneyland with hosts of another Trident podcast, the tournament podcast, Trent and Nia. Yay. Um, So they are also a big heads. So we're going to, we're excited to have a good time. But anyway, the point is that after this episode comes out, the next episode is not going to come out until uh, September 20th. So we'll miss you. We love you. We're sorry. We finally, after I'm not sorry, a year and a half had to take a break. Yeah, I'm not sorry. <laughs> Al's not sorry. Um, but we will see you soon. Enjoy your break. It's from not, us. yeah. And you know, it's not like we're taking like seasons off where we're taking a couple of months off. We're literally taking one off. <laughs> one we will be back. <laughs> we will be back. Um, we'll be back. And soon. while we're gone, you'll have an extra hour. So consider going and leaving us a review <laughs> and listening to your favorite episode again. Yeah. Give us an extra listen, uh, tell a friend, you know, whatever you can squeeze into that hour. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Val, Val shared her, her Disneyland story. I'm going with my ex roommate, Ryan, <laughs> and we're going to the D 23 expo. <gasps> so if you'll also be at the D 23 expo, let me know. We can take a pic. Yeah. Um, great. Well, we will miss you. But have a great few weeks, and we'll see you in two weeks. Or, I'm sorry, we'll see you in four weeks. We'll see you never. This is our last one. Bye, Val. (laughs) Bye, Al. (laughs) This podcast was produced by me. And me. And it was edited by me. The music was composed by Michael McNally. You can find us online at thetridentnetwork.com slash dcommentaries hyphen pod. And you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at dcommentaries. Dcommentaries is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. Disney Channel Original Movies. Damn it, Allie.